Hello, I'm Jolene McCarthy, and welcome to Focus Wealth Management's Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering today's questions, we have with us Bill D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pisani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jolyn. How are you? Fine, thank you. Okay, why don't we take the first question, Phil? Question number one. Why do the markets keep going up despite the high unemployment rate? This is from Matt in Long Island. Good question. So we had the unemployment report last week. Uh, showed about 14.7% uh, unemployment rate, um, which is a huge spike up, actually the largest spike up since 1939 uh, during the Depression. However, uh, you know, don't forget, uh, markets are forward-looking indicators, and the markets are looking 12 to 18 months from now and trying to see what the picture will look like then. Um, again, at this point of the cycle, we expected slightly higher rates, uh, rumors out there of as high as 25% per, uh, from some firms uh, have been forecasted. This month was probably one of the largest tick-ups we'll see. Again, next month, uh, we'll, we'll wait to see what the numbers look like. But I think that because the numbers were better than the expected 20% plus uh, that a lot of Wall Street was talking about, um, the markets you know, uh, shrugged off that news. Um, obviously, the hardest hit uh, sectors uh, were in hospitality, food services, uh, travel and leisure and whatnot. Um, and, and, you know, not to make sense of job loss, it is a horrific thing. Um, but, um, you know, the numbers are holding in there, probably due to some of the government programs that are out there right now. And again, uh, we'll see how long uh, lived the shutdown is uh, and, and what those numbers will look back. I think, though, if you look at the employment rate pre, um, you know, uh, closed down, pre-shutdown, um, that rate was historically the lowest it's ever been. Um, so we're spiking off of very, very low numbers historically. Um, and I do think that uh, once the, the country gets up and running again, those numbers will will shrink uh, drastically and, and very quickly. Um, however, it's going to you know, still take uh, quite some time to go back to those historical lows, uh, quite some time uh, because of the capacity in the system and because of the demand in the system. Again, if we only, you know, restaurants can open at 50% capacity uh, and there might only be 50% demand, yeah, that'll be full capacity, but there's going to be a slack in the economy for employment uh, for quite some time. Hopefully the numbers don't get that much higher and hopefully we shy away from that 25% uh, worst case scenario that a, a few of us were thinking could have happened. Thank you, Phil. You're welcome. Okay, question number two, Mike. This is from Fiona in Poughkeepsie. Do you think there's a possibility we could see negative interest rates in the U.S.? That's a really, really good question. And one that's to a degree, a little bit uncertain and difficult to answer because we've never actually seen a dynamic of that like that happen before. So the answer to that, the direct answer is, I hope not. You know, Japan and uh, Europe with the European Central Bank have both ventured into the negative interest rate realm, and it hasn't worked for either economy. Um, 
negative interest rates in theory could seem okay, but in reality, no. I mean, it would be terrible for our financial system. Money markets don't work with negative interest rates, and banks have a really hard time staying solvent if you dip short-term rates into negative territory. Um, you have to remember, long-term rates can stay positive, so people are still going to be paying money out for borrowing on the long end. But short-term, it's almost like this drain on the on liquidity of the financial system because bank reserves are perpetually in negative territory. It's a tool to try to get people to spend more money and have less money parked in bank reserves. But if you look at different charts of money market assets – um, short-term money supply charts put out by the Federal Reserve in terms of like the velocity of money, negative interest rates just erodes away at that over the course of time. And people are actually looking for different places to put money. It just doesn't work. The whole financial system doesn't operate under the right context. So I really hope – and Powell, you know, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, has stated and said a number of times that he doesn't think negative interest rates would be a really prudent policy in the United States, and I tend to agree with that. I really hope that we don't go down that path because once you do, it's really hard to get out of it as well. So I hope not, and I don't think that we'll see it because Powell said no a few times. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Mike, for answering this week's two questions. Again, if you'd like to submit any question for us to answer, email us at info at focusedwealthmgmt.net. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. And Thanks, Julian. Yep, take care.